stay true to who you are. People can see if you're if you're fake, if you're acting different. You're not going to get very far doing that. Anyone can act like somebody else or copy somebody else's journey. It's not going to last long. You have to stay true to who you are. That's number one. Do something you really enjoy, not just for the money. I believe the money will come. You're listening to Market It, Market it. by AHBC Group. I think it's interesting for my listeners to get your perspective on business and branding as a business owner and with everything that you do. And even for me, because I know some of the stuff you do and what I see online, but I kind of want to get the story and everything. So to start, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Jordan. Everybody calls me X. I got the X from the tattoo shop, which you've been. I have this shop for about 11 years now. There's a lot of struggles with that, but we'll get into that later. But also have the personal brand and podcast Unknown Simplicity, which is basically about embracing the unknown journey, which everyone's on. We don't know what's going to happen an hour from now or next day. So we're all on the journey to like self-discovery and we're just going through the unknown, which is life, you know? And then the simplicity part is just, I believe on keeping things simple. So that's where Unknown Simplicity came from. So I do have my personal brand, which I'm growing right now, which you know about. I'm really focused on just putting the real me out and just networking and just getting to know other people that may help me. And then I can help as well. Yeah, everything's great. Fitness played a big part in my mindset where I'm at right now. Just putting myself in uncomfortable situations. I just got done the marathon, which is my first marathon, which was which was tough. Amazing. But uh, more so the mental battle. I'm just trying to push myself mentally and more to come. And I believe you just have to keep putting yourself in those situations to grow. I mean, you have to learn more about yourself by doing things you've never done before in business, in personal, whatever it is. So that's the journey I'm on now. It took a slight turn. I mean, I was more into the clothing at first, which you know, and then I realized that's not really the direction I want to go. I still do it. I think we spoke about it last time, but just me as the brand. And then, like I said last time, everything else follow, follows behind me. But it's all about just embracing that journey, whatever it is, whoever you are, just be you. That's the main thing. And people are going to love it or hate it. I think I said that in my post this morning. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Nice. Thank you so much. So I want to ask, like, how did you get in? Actually, what was your first business? Was it the tattoo shop? Did you always know you wanted to have your own brand and business? What's your? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've always been the type to do like a little bit of everything. I just I'm the type of person that once I start something, I'm all in. Like I'll do anything it takes to learn, to grow. And then once I get it, I'm kind of like, all right, what's next? You know, so I'm I'm just, I'm always the type to do something new, which is, which is the good and bad. You know, it's bad because you kind of need to keep going for years and years and really grow something for it to become something huge. So with the shop, that was that. That was the longest one. So 11 years now in the business. And it took me at least six years or so to get, to get my ground because those first six years were just a mess. The biggest challenge you would say. Okay. I would say the biggest challenge is besides financially, which is a big part if you're trying to grow a business, uh, my mental, my mindset, just the knowledge that I, I didn't have the proper knowledge on running a business. I just thought it was a great idea. So I did everything I could, got some investments, uh, borrowed some money, got loans. And I thought, it was, oh, okay, we'll open up a business, but it's not that easy. The biggest challenge for me was just learning how to navigate a business, how to grow it, how to reach the right people, how to be a good boss, I guess you could say, how to treat the artists right, how to get the supplies, how to get the email set up, the domains, the website, just 
everything, everything from the beginning. It's a lot easier now. I think there's just so much knowledge out there nowadays, just Wix and like Shopify, you could build a website. I think earlier on was a little more difficult, especially if you just had no clue what you were doing. And that was me. Nice. And <laughs> I love that you said that it took six years because I feel like sometimes you think, and I'm a bit over four years into my business and it's still like everything is changing all the time. Mm -hmm. Like you reach a point where you're like, okay, I'm comfortable with that, but then you kind of want to grow or there yeah. are always transitions. And with any transition, you're out of your comfort zone, basically. Yeah, 100%. And I love how it's not just one or two years. It's, it took you six years to feel like the business is Yeah, established. for sure. And I want to put it out there. I changed the name three times. I don't know if we talk <laughs> about so when i first got the shop it was it wasn't an established tattoo shop it was a, it was kind of a mess so the name was exclusive ink i created the x after but exclusive ink was the first name and for about two years or so i think i had exclusive then i changed it to x ink so i said okay exclusive is kind of yeah i don't like it too much so i changed it to x ink okay. and i'm like okay we'll run we'll run with x ink for a while and each time i changed the name i felt like i had to change it because i felt like i was just rebranding myself maybe i had like the first years were a, a big a big mess with the artists I've had some crazy artists. It was a lot of fights, a lot of drugs in and out the shop. It was just a mess. I didn't know any better. And and tattoo shops kind of get that stigma. They kind of get that like rock star, drug, alcohol. That's how it was back in the day. So yeah. I said, you know what? This is not the direction I want to go. So I changed to X-Sync. So it was like that for a while. Then I said, okay, as I'm growing, I realized that's not the look and image I want. Anybody that was associated with exclusive ink or X-Sync, I want them to know we're making changes. We're growing. So I might lose people along the way, but that's fine. And then Oxygen Ink came from when, I'm not sure if it was before the TV show or after. After, but I had oxygen. I had a lounge where it was like two nice leather chairs and in between were two oxygen tanks. This is long gone. So the whole idea was to give people recreational oxygen before or after the tattoo or piercing. Because what it does is if you if you do breath work, what that does is naturally relax you or give you a natural high, relieves anxiety, stress. So I just wanted to do something different. I was just thinking out the box. So that's where oxygen in came from. Oh. And if you're familiar with Apple, Apple phones, of course, iPhones, everybody knows what Apple is. You can't forget get it. So I think simplicity in that part too, oxygen, we breathe oxygen. Everybody knows the oxygen. It's just an easy name to remember, mm -hmm. you know? So anyway, I changed the name three times as I grew. And as I just thought, like, I need to get rid of the old me and start over. That's where, that's where I came from. So basically what I'm saying is I think it's okay in your four-year journey. That's part of it. Yeah. That's part of it, you know? And so what do you feel like, as you said, in the six year, and it's like, you could feel clearly that you have that six year mark. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned a lot about the mind mindsets being at the root of everything, what do you feel shifted in your mindset to create the change in your business? I think the main thing was just you could see that things aren't going well. I mean, it just comes to a point where you're just like, you either just getting by or it's like something has to change or you're going to lose everything. So I think it was just a do or die. Like you're either going to get serious. So I had a, a problem. I spoke about it many times. I'm not sure we talked about it. So I had a, an addiction problem, which took a lot of my, a lot of bad time. It was a lot of bad times. But when I got over that, I was focused more. Mm -hmm. Everything changed. So when the TV show came and I got the money that from, obviously they rented the shop out. When I got that money and I paid some debt and I cleared my mind, I was no alcohol, nothing, no drugs, no smoking, none of that. Everything changed. So I had to change within myself first before I can. So that was the mindset change myself. Now business, you have to build yourself up before you can help anyone or, or anything else. So that was everything. Just realizing, just being truthful for what's going on, being honest. This is not where I'm at. This is not where I need to be. We have to make the change or I'm going to lose everything. Mm -hmm. So that's where the change started from. 
And then naturally it just, everything started to click. Once you're just honest and transparent and you just know enough's enough, you hit rock bottom. Cause I hit rock bottom, like bottom of the bottom, everything changed. Yeah. And I like how you say, basically you had, it sounds like you're saying you just decided one day, but also I love how, when you show up on social media and with everything, I feel from what I see from you, that you're, you have your habits and your routines and you're very disciplined in what you do. It's like you had to decide, but it's not easy. Very like committed. Yeah. Decided. I, I think that's important. And I think every day is a battle too. You know, every day is not going to be a good day. Today, I didn't want to go to the gym. Yesterday, I didn't want to go to the gym. <laughs> I, I just came from the marathon. It beat me up. You know, it really beat me up. And this was just a Sunday, this past Sunday. So naturally, I'm like, okay, I did it. I did it. I got over it. And I don't want to do nothing. I just want to relax, but I have to. Because then if I start slacking in this, then something else, I'm going to say, oh, it's okay. Then you let other things, you slack off on other things, you know? And that's just like every morning when I wake up I see the gym I have my routine whatever and then I have to post something like for the shop or my brand it's just a yeah routine discipline because that's how you keep it going I mean you have to just keep it going you have to push through whatever you're feeling everybody has bad days you have to push through it I like that okay well thank you for that one thing that I wanted to ask also is I'd be really interested in knowing what's your take on branding And both, because I think what's super interesting with what you do, I think you have a great eye for branding and design, whether it's with your businesses and within the businesses, basically you're branding people's skin. And then you went into like that, the clothing, which is also like you're branding people. Like, I feel like I brand companies and you brand people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. It's funny you said that. We were just talking about that yesterday. We're pretty much like create the people. Like sometimes people come in with no tattoos and I literally from the top to bottom, I've done people's whole body and you create a whole new image for who they are. So we, yeah, we're literally, we are branding people, you know, people's skin. We're putting their story on them, you know? So that's awesome. And then as far as the other brands go, I feel like, and you probably know more than me, just being on, like I said, being honest, like whatever I feel like I need to do for the brand, you know, the X, like we talked about it, it goes from the tattoo shop to the podcast to my personal brand it's on my head like everything i wear is pretty much my brand i'm just doing what i what i feel is right mm-hmm. and i'm not a brand specialist but i know that as long as i keep showing the x or like it's in the back of my hat over there and then unknown simplicity on my shirt the more i just show it and talk about it i'm branding naturally i'm i'm showing you what i love i'm showing you what i believe in and it's just every day i talk about it so that's just part of branding just putting it out there it's like Nike. You see Nike everywhere. Just do it. Everybody gets the message. It's it's not difficult, you know? So the more I talk about embracing your unknown, doing uncomfortable things, growth, mindset, this is just a part of every, you can see the truth, the authenticity in it. It's just, I speak about it every day and you're going to, and I'm going to keep going with the same message, you know, because that's what branding is. You, you stay true to who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like with your brands, it's very intuitive because you have that authenticity that you're like, whenever you feel like something's shifting with your personal brand, like with yourself, your businesses have shifted. Like they follow, because like you're with that, especially with unknown simplicity. It's like you're more like your lifestyle personal brand. 
So that's exactly. And I think also you're quite intuitive with uh, the designs and everything that you do are simple. Like everything yes, matches. Yeah. So it's, it's like you have a brand strategy. It's just like coming to you like intuitively, basically. Yeah, but it's very cohesive. Yeah. And I want to say this. It's It's been a battle for that too. There's many times where... So the name came out of just my personal experience. It just came out of nowhere. It's two mm-hmm. words that don't really make sense when you first hear it. It's almost like an oxymoron. And I battled with changing the name a few times like maybe it's too long maybe people just won't get it and then i realized you know the right people will get it and the ones that don't get it just don't they won't get it i battled many times with trying to with changing the name or i think we talked about i changed the instagram name many times and i'm just trying to i'm overthinking too you know so it's a battle within myself too to stay true to that simplicity part it's i don't have everything figured out you know i do know keeping it simple yeah i don't i don't try to do crazy designs. It's just not who I am. I'm very simple and I just have to stay true to that. But it is a battle. I'm learning and growing just like everybody else. You know, I think it's just part of the journey, but I'm gaining more clarity each time. Every time I overcome something, I get stronger. Definitely. And that is so funny that you say that because just this week with one of my clients, we're working on a logo design for Mm -hmm. them. And basically there often is, it's a whole process, but oftentimes we will make a proposal and then I know that clients, sometimes you need to see more things. And oftentimes we will make a recommendation and a proposal and then they need to see more. And then Mm. we go back to the original, like a lot of of times. And we were discussing the topic, like this topic of he's like, actually, I prefer it simple. But as a designer, and when you're also like, I completely understand investing in a professional designer, it kind of feels like sometimes I love simple designs, but sometimes it will feel it's so evident that I would have done this myself. <laughs> like the X is like very simple and it's very, I have this gap here. Like it's so simple. Anyone can draw that. And it's not it's a so simple. Gap. Exactly. It doesn't have to be complicated but I told him it's simple it doesn't mean it's the opposite of complicated but it's not the opposite of difficult like it's difficult to be simple so basically yes. we draft and then we have to simplify and it's kind of writing if you write like a text it's way more complicated to write a short paragraph or one sentence to explain yes. who you are than to explain if you have three hours. A hundred percent. I mean, there's complexity and simplicity for sure. It's not just simple as like, it's simple and it's bad, but that's something I've been dealing with too. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I hear you 100%. And most people don't get it. Like Alo, the brand, yes. just three letters. They're obviously a huge brand. We could talk about all the brands. I mean, we talked about Nike, Fabletics. They're just the name. It's nothing Apple phone. There's, there's nothing difficult about it. And that's what I think there's power. There's power and simplicity. But it took me years to, to realize it. And even if we see recently, like all the trends in more luxury brands, even older like luxury brands like Saint Laurent, Celine, all of those brands, they've simplified design so much. Sometimes almost too much. They <laughs> kind of look like blending in. Yeah. Very like sleek and simple. That's also like the where... Power. They get it. They get it. You got to learn from the past. You got to learn from the people that really made it. Like you said, luxury brands. Gucci, it's just the G's. Mm-hmm. Dior is literally just Dior. I mean, you got to... You remember it. Like I said, Oxygen Inc. It's hard to forget that. We breathe oxygen. Oxygen Inc. Yeah. Okay. I know Splissy might be a little too long. We, we, we're working on it. 
but the X is a simple logo, you know, so you get it. It's hard to, I guess it's hard for you as a, as a, a brand specialist to explain that to people. Cause most people, like you said, they feel like you need a lot. You need all this stuff. No, I need to, I need you to write all this stuff down. I need you to explain why this is better than the next. And why should I go with just three letters alo mm. compared to, to whatever, you know? So, and also I feel like with a logo, especially we attribute a lot of meaning to it. And when you're working on it, it's you're working on the logo, but the logo isn't your brand. And there's other stuff that is way more important. And for me, the consistency, like your fonts, your colors, photography, like there's so much that if you put the logo on a different color scheme, you use different fonts and having that consistency is what makes the brand. Basically, the brand is the feeling that people have when they come in contact with your brand. And like, it's a story. And the logo, oftentimes we want the logo to mean everything. So like if a client is in a specific industry, sometimes they will want to say, oh, but with the logo, we cannot see that mm. we whatever they're doing. Yeah, and I always yeah. love like that example of a Nike. You don't see like shoes on a Nike. Exactly. Their logo is in a computer or a phone. Is <laughs> also you want to think long term and what do you want what are the feelings that you want to convey a hundred percent and do people still have a problem with that do they still they still do they go with your your expertise or they still try to fight it it's i think a lot of my i'm realizing a lot of a challenge in what i do would be to educate more and that's also why i love doing like the podcast and everything because it's logical and i'm doing that every day but it's yeah. not it doesn't come like and when you have like specific examples you can see that but also, you cannot be depending on the stage you're at in your brand, and you would know that you cannot act as if you're a bigger brand than you are. And sometimes, if you have like your logo and design, like some things, they need to stand the test of time, basically. Mm -hmm. And if you see in the history of brands, like usually it starts with more and then they simplify. But maybe you can have something that you know will stand the test of time in terms of your concept, your logo, and some of those elements. But then you can have a baseline that is more explanatory. So for example, I don't know, an apparel brand that you're just starting. It's not like just do it like Nike because like it's very global, like they have like different resources also. But you could then in the baseline explain what you do and be more like, we provide this, we make apparel for driven people. And then you can have, have the mix on where you're at in your journey, basically. So yeah, that's it. Wow. So much. Yeah. Where do you feel that you are like in your branding journeys? Wow. It's like, it's like an ongoing thing, right? It's like, it never ends. Something always. So, okay. A big, a big part of what I'm doing right now is these events that I'm going to. Okay. And maybe this will help some people. It's, it's important to be around like-minded people, right? So mm -hmm. like your friends and family or people around you close to you might not usually don't understand your journey. And it's not meant for everybody to understand, but talking to people like you that do understand branding and have a company those are the people you need to talk to more because you can learn from each other right so these events that i'm going to my engagement i don't have a huge following but my engagement is starting to go up because the people that i'm meeting are like-minded so i see their posts like me and you we comment on each other or you know a story and it's natural 
because I really like what you're doing or you like what I'm doing or the guys that I just met at the marathon, some more people. These are some that do a lot of stuff in different industries, but we're like-minded. We're all here for the same purpose, whether it's growth, they could be in fitness, they could be whatever industry they're in, but I can relate to it and we engage more. It's important to be around like-minded people and to network. So that's, so basically what I'm saying is like me being me, like the personal brand, that's my main focus, just growing that. Great. And I feel like also what you just explained is building a community. Exactly. What you're doing naturally. And I love the way you explained it. That is very natural. And I know that now in our brand strategy documents and like the brand strategies we do for clients, you know how there's like the marketing mix that is product, price, place, promotion. And basically we switched it to, so that was like the four piece and we Mm. switched it to for promotion to evangelism. And Mm. basically what it explains is that now to be successful as a brand, you need a strong community, but it can be like just a few people. Honestly, you can make a living with 1,004 fans and then you have that domino effect thanks to social media a lot of things shifted but like you need that strong core and as you said and that's why we always we have our talks about authenticity and everything people will hate or love or in between or not care but what's interesting you need a few people that love is better than a lot of people that are meh or like I like that 100% but I'm not successful (laughs) I was just I was just talking to my homeboy earlier we, we were on a call because I, I don't know if you saw the video I just put out. I haven't seen the full one. I saw the teasers. Oh, check I, it out. It's it's really good. I mean, it's a short film. It's like two minutes or so. But uh, I know I know you'll like it. And then my home, I, I was getting a lot of texts and stuff. Like I didn't even go. I saw a few people commenting, but I didn't go to it yet. But anyway, basically he was like, well, well I told him, I said, because it inspired him. I said, basically, man, I only have a thousand or so followers. But I said, I prefer to have these, like you just said, a couple hundred or a thousand, whatever followers that really love or en- enjoy what I'm doing really care than millions and millions of followers that don't give a crap. Doesn't make sense. Like you said, you can run a successful business with a thousand people that really care about you. hundred, couple hundred people that care about you or really follow your journey. It doesn't matter if it's true, if it's real, you know? And if you think of it like as in real life, a thousand people, like it's a lot. That's that, that is a lot. Interact with all of them. If yeah. Like physically, it's a ton of people. <laughs> no, no, I did. Yes, a hundred percent. That is, especially people that you don't even know personally. I mean, I guess we get caught up in the numbers thing, right? Because there's nowadays there is a lot of people with big followings. And then some people get like, I always said this many times, like, I don't care. Like, this is where I'm at. And like you said, you can't try to make yourself bigger than what you are. Like what you see is what you get. My, yeah. The numbers don't lie. The engagement doesn't lie. Like this is where we're at. And if you love me now, if you if, if you're supporting now, it's just going to get bigger and better. Thank you. You know, stuff like that. But you can't fake where you're at, you know? So yeah, for sure. Definitely. Okay. I think to kind of wrap it up, I would love love to know what your business advice would you give to someone who's just starting out or maybe like considering starting out? Yeah, I'll go back to the basics of what I said, because it's, it's important that I keep the same message, almost yeah. like Gary V. You know, you follow Gary V. I do. We all know he does tons of content. He speaks all the time. But if you really listen, his message is the same. So I'm going to say the same. Stay true to who you are. People can see if you're if you're fake, if you're acting different, you're not going to get very far doing that. Anyone can act like somebody else or copy somebody else's journey, it's not going to last long. You have to stay true to who you are. That's number one. Do something you really enjoy, not just for the money. I believe the money will come. Everything I'm doing is not money-based at all. I'm just doing what I love and I enjoy it and it's, and I see the growth. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about just everything else. Be authentic to you. Do what you love. 
it's all cliche stuff, but it's all true. You know, it's all true. And go out and talk to people, network, you know, network. Don't be scared. Like I've always kind of been like that. I was always worried about maybe the way I talk. I didn't want to do the podcast. I think I told you last time I used to, I mumble a lot. I don't speak too clear. Like this is all growing pains for me too. I'm just putting myself out there. So put yourself out there. Don't be afraid of failure because more than likely you're going to fail at something and you have to just get over that as growing pains and you're going to learn something from it. And then you just pick yourself up. People might laugh. You might lose people along the way, but you're going to gain people along the way also. And, and to be honest, everybody, we're all human. We all feel the same. Anybody that's successful, mega successful has been through so much. And we, and you know that embrace that, embrace that unknown journey you're on and just accept it for what it is. Love that. Thank you so much. Lastly, is there like one thing that you're excited about or how can people support you basically right now? Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm really excited because I'm just learning more about myself and I'm just putting it out there and then people resonate with it. So like, I'm just happy that I'm just to a place now after all the stuff that I've been through where I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I feel free because I'm just being me. People could see me in the streets and people might see my tattoos. Some people might look away, turn away. I might get treated a certain way, but I'm like, you know what? This is me. I'm just, I'm happy I'm me. And if you want to support and follow along, hopefully I can help you out and just say something that might boost your mood in the morning if you're feeling down, you know, and just Jordan Jordan H.X. I changed my Instagram. That's my Instagram. Yeah, I'm just posting positive things. That's what I'm on positivity and growth. And I feel like what I love following you and a lot of other people that I follow, that's what I realized. And I think that's what you started with when you introduced the brand is following along with the journey. Because oftentimes there's no behind the scenes of the journey. We feel mm. like people have it, have made it. And exactly, there's no other side. There's always <laughs> a next thing like to learn and not chasing the money or success in that sense but there's always going to be a transition of some sort so it's 100%. a journey and just seeing people doing their thing and keeping at it whatever they may be going through because we all do I think is really inspiring and motivating as well thank you I appreciate it yeah anybody like she said exactly what she said just embrace that because we all feel the same yeah. don't be scared to show it you know that's it love that well thank you so much we can follow you at jordanh.com X yes. And your podcast is called Unknown the Unno Yeah, Unknown Simplicity Podcast. Yep. I love it. And definitely for anyone listening to this, I love listening to yours. I love the format that you have also with your episodes that is usually shorter. I think the attention span is so low these days. I battle with that too, though, because I like long form too. Like how long have we been on? I don't know, 30, 40 minutes? Yes. I love these as well. So if it's a good conversation, that's awesome. Like this was great. Now I'll just say, but if I'm just talking to myself, I just keep it short and sweet, you know? I like that. And I like that you're very focused. It goes with your brand of like simplicity. <laughs> One topic and it's you keep it at it. I love it. I, I try. I try. Sometimes I feel like I just, well, you do podcasts as well. Sometimes I feel like I'm, I start maybe slow because I used to do them late night mm. and, I used to, and I'm, and I'm usually tired. I really don't have that much energy. Now I'm trying to do it in the daytime. Sometimes I feel like I'm just going on a rant and I'm not focused, but I'm, I'm glad hopefully that it's somewhat in line. Yes. Cause like it's all your thoughts, but on one specific, you're good at setting like the title and the topic. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's also very simple in your, I don't know, one of the the latest ones I listened to was luck. And that's yeah. like, it's not like you don't make it like a <laughs> like <laughs> how to attract no, I can do this and that. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And you're doing great too. Just keep going. Thank you I'm, so much. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what's next. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming on. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. We'll talk soon. All right. Yes, talk soon. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye.